All right. So this week, talking about something that is a little on the controversial side, and we're talking about religion. Now, if you're not religious, hold up before you hit the skip button or whatever. Give this one a little bit of time to be able to bake, okay? Because this one has a lot of the aspects that I've been talking about in the previous topics. This just kind of rolls it into a different angle and to kind of show you why thoughts make you create your results. So we're going to look at this on episode 138. Why is religion important? Talking about that this week on the relaxed mail. This is the relaxed mail a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach Brian Goodwin as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mail. All right, so before we get into the topics, I want to do a couple of things. Got a little, I guess, a, almost a, a continuing notice that uh, or uh, segment that I might be doing here for a bit. And that is, first off, I want to first talk about Operation Tears of the 22. This is an event that's coming up on August 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. At the time of this recording, that is just a little over two weeks away. So if you're going to come along, come and join us, then please, man, please do go over to uh, hit the link. We've got a link to it over in the in the show notes, if not, you can go to operation tier or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash tears and that'll take you over to their event right page. Sign up, let Matt know you're coming and then also go ahead and get your camping spot reserved because we are going to have a grand old time. We've got not only me talking, we've actually even got a new uh, entry into the entertainment lineup. We've got a comedian, I think, that's going to be coming in. We've got food that's going to be provided. We are just, we're going to be here to, to have a little camaraderie with the veterans. We're helping the veterans to just sit back, relax, rewind, and you can do, you can enjoy in the fun as much fun as what the, what the veterans are going to be having. Uh, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be coaching my butt off. I'm going to be coaching people hard and I want y'all to be there. So if you're wanting a little coaching, Hey, you're going to see me walking around there. I'm, I'm going to have a big goofy hat on. So you're going to be able to see me all over the place. I'll be, I'll be there. I'm going to be coaching. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be sharing my thoughts and helping you to figure out steps that you want to take in your life. So if you want a little free coaching for, uh, for during the next four days, come down during, uh, Operation Tears of the 22's mission critical retreat, because this is going to be a great time. Now, next uh, order of business is I want to send out my thanks to those who are sending out boosts and sat streams. Um, I have, uh, Hast Iron God 29, he actually boosted six sats. We got Angel Tovar 22 sent me one sat. Eddie M uh, actually sent a boost two sats. And Robert Gomez sent me a whole whopping 60 sats. Now, sats, in the grand scheme of things, you look at that going, gully, that's not much. Especially if you know how much sats are. But that's not the point. The fact that they actually saw a little bit of value in what they're receiving, what they're listening to. And they're saying, hey, here's here's something that I can afford. I'm listening to you. And the guys who are doing sat streams, they're 
every you know every minute or so it's sending over a sad or two like what robert gomez did so guys if you want to do that there's lots of different ways you can do like fountain you can actually go over to you can go to the podcast uh, index.org slash apps and this is tells you all the different uh podcast apps that are actually supporting podcasting 2.0 like just cast is actually a hosting uh service they do chapter uh chapters funding location locks persons pod pings season sound bites trailers and value for value Podverse is an app, open source podcast player, alternative, uh, alternate enclosure, Boostgrams. You can do Boostgrams. So if you have, want to send a message over to me, you can do so by sending a Boostgram, chapters, funding, you know, and there's a whole bunch. CurioCaster is an app, podcast player, pod friend, cast pod, RSS Blue, podcast guru, Buzzsprout is doing hosting, doing podcast 2.0, podcast index is a directory and open source. Podcast Chapters is an app. Fountain is a podcast app. MP Money is an app. Castomatic is an app. Fireside Hosting, uh, uh, hosting done by uh, Caproni. Podstation Breeze. Pod LP. I mean, there, we've got a lot. Power Press by uh, Blueberry is doing chapters, funding, location, locks, and transcripts for uh, for the uh, podcast 2.0. I mean, we've got a lot. Threespeak.tv is doing funding, locked person values, Sphinx chat, Ivy. I mean, we've, there is a lot of podcast 2.0s and that's, uh, like Lipson is actually even in there. It's a web based. That's the hosting service that I use. Satoshi stream is node hosting podcast 2.0, Twitter list, social links. I mean, we've got a whole bunch of great stuff out here. And the, it's going to be growing. This is the second, this is the next evolution of what podcasting is going to be. So I, I, I kind of have a tendency to like to geek out about this. And that's exactly what, uh, what I love doing, uh, especially with here, especially people who are using, uh, the podcast 2.0, uh, features. Now I'm not using very many. I'm using the sats. I'm not doing the transcripts and things like that, but that's okay. Well, those will come down the pike whenever I have a little bit more time. So guys, if you're interested, curious about what this is, you can reach out to me. You can send me a message over uh, through the emails over at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com, or you can uh, go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact and get a hold of me that way. And if you got any questions that, uh, over any of the past podcast episodes or you want a little help or something like that, you can always send that over. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it, uh, on the, uh, on the show. So anyhow, all right. Now let's jump over into the main topic. Like I said in the intro, this is a little bit of a touchy deal because pot, when it comes to, uh, religion, People get really prickly in about what they believe and what their thoughts are and what they believe. Now, a few points that I want to cast, uh, throw out here is first off, man has had religion in his life for thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands of years. You can go back all the way, way back to the, some of the first instances of civilizations, and there's most predominant thing you see 
is that what they believe, what the religion is. They've got some of the oldest religions. I think one of the oldest religions is supposed to be over in, I believe, India. And it's just religion is important for men and for for humans. Let's just, instead of saying, man, this is important for humans. Now, there's several, there are as many different types of religions as there are types of people. You folks in China are going to believe something different than the folks in Japan. The folks in Russia are going to believe one type of Christianity, while European, Western Europeans are going to believe in a little bit different type of Christianity. And all those types of Christianities, uh, all the different types of Christianities are, are completely spread apart when you get in over into the U.S. You've got to the different types of gods and stuff that are in, uh, in the African uh, religions. Religion is everywhere. And something that I have started to notice, well, started noticing probably 25, 30 years ago, was that it seemed like so many people are running from religion these days. They're going, I'm agnostic. There's something out there, just don't know what it is. Okay, that's fair enough. That's part of your search for for life and who you are and what you believe. But then there's a bunch of people that go, ah, there's just no God. When we die, we just blip out and nothing there. Okay, that's something you can believe. And then you've got those who used to believe, but then they chose not to believe and decided they didn't want to have a religion, though they get really angry and they get really wound up over the over key points of religion. They really start to start to bristle about it. And it's really interesting to hear somebody who's supposed to be atheist and yet they really give a big hoot when they hear about somebody who's, who's a Christian. They give a real big hoot about somebody who is, you know, believes in a God and they really bristle up. It's almost like saying to go into a Christian and talking about Islam, you know, there's, Oh, you know, it's a, it's a activating line of thinking. Now, one of the main things about all these different types of religions is that there are different types of God. Now, some people may go, well, Buddhism isn't. Well, Buddhism, Buddhism really, actually, it does have a type of God. It's your mind. Your, it's centers around what your, how your, how you perceive the, the, the world. And when you are able to perceive the world within a specific, uh, type of, of way you are known as to becoming enlightened. You, you know, you know more, you're more enlightened in the, the going ons of nature and things like that. But then there's, you've got the Abrahamic, uh, Abraham, Abrahamic religions. I try to say that my lips don't bounce that way. And they all essentially worship the very same God. They all, these three religions come from the, the key point of there was uh, of the same God. Now those eight, now tell them that, and some people go, "No, nah, that's not the same God. That's not the God I believe." But at the same time, we all believe that Abraham, who had many sons, and many sons had father Abraham. You know that song. Well, that's about Abraham. The Abrahamic Abrahamic religions all have Abraham in there existing. They have Moses. They have the 
the beginning, how how the earth was formed, and how we got to our, the world that we're we're in, and all this, and that is those three religions. Primary religions is Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. Now you can take all these and you can break them down. There's Judaism. There's very uh, there's the Hasidic Jews, and then there's the the you know the the different the I'm I'm calling the, just the common Jew. I don't know what type of term. I'm very ignorant when it comes to the different uh, Judaism uh, Jewish styles of religion. There's Islam, and I know there's you know there's the uh, Shiite and the Sunnis, and you can break those down into into more. Uh, different types of subgroups. And then you got Christianity, which is you got your Catholic and you got your Protestant and you can break the Protestants down to even more. So you got your Baptists and your Pentecostal and your church of gods and your Methodists and, and your uh, seventh day Adventists. And even somewhere in there, you got the Jehovah witnesses and there's a whole bunch of different, uh, different t- subgroups of Christianity. And all those subgroups break down into subgroups, which break down into smaller subgroups. And, but they all, all those religions all look at having a specific God. Now, I'm actually proposing that even those who claim to be atheistic actually are believing in a God. Like I said before, they respond to a different religion the same way other religions respond to other religions. They get really prickly. They start questioning that person, giving them the third degree and, and, you know, really, really giving them the what for the same as what Christian religions, they almost do the same thing to those who are atheists. They're like, well, how can you not see, look at the flamingo. You know, God's got, there has to be a God because he had a sense of humor. He put the flamingo's knees on backwards. I mean, come on, you know, you look at all the different uh, ways that things live off of each other. You've got different types of uh, plants that required a specific type of tree to be able to live off of. And that tree can't live unless it's got that particular type of flower living off of it. And so you got a lot of this symbiosis going on. And to me, that almost shows, I mean, come on, you've got spiders who have pet frogs. If there wasn't a God in my book, if if you didn't have a God, that thing wouldn't have happened. Would it have? I don't know. It's, you know, we're, we're a billion to one odd uh, chance right now. If you're atheistic, you know, to have as little life as we've been able to find so far. Of course, we're looking in a very, you know, <laughs> a very micro small area of a very micro small area of a very micro small area of a whole entire cosmos. So is there chances there's other life? I believe there is, but you know, we're, we're going to focus here on, on planet earth right now. And a lot of the people who are atheistic, they actually, ha- like I said, they have their own little subgroups of, of atheism. And they're actually who their God is really depends on what that, what that group is. I, the, uh, there is the, the church of the environmentalist, uh, religious group. They're the ones who have a very strong, sets dogma in place you have at one time there was paradise and you had this the earth was was peaceful and then man showed up and that was the great sin upon the earth and we have just continued to spread our sin all over and we're exploiting and tear apart and doing all this horrible stuff to the earth thinking that we're eventually we're going to kill it unless we repent our ways and we go we essentially shrink back and go back into our to our 
to a more conforming way of life. And so who's the who's the God in that? Well, that would be for them. A lot of them believe this. It's the earth. The earth is the God. And we are just a small group on it. And so the earth is responding to all our, our, all of our sin. And that's why we have such a horrible, terrible life these days. If you happen to see that our, the religion being a, a one where we all have terrible, horrible lives because of our sin. And there's a lot of Christianity religions that believe that too. And that we've had the reason that we quote unquote suffer is because of, of our sin. But then there's also, um, there's, you know, a more recent, uh, religion that has come out is the Covidian. Uh, the Covidian are those who have, you know, as Anthony Fauci as his, uh, as the, as essentially the Pope of the church. Everything, anything he could say is, is that's gospel and it's all true. And, whether he's changed his mind, you know, 70 or eight times a day. Now, whether you believe or whether you're, I'm not trying to trash Covidians. I'm not trying to trash the environmental, uh, religion. I'm just stating what the, the key points that I observe. The same as how you would end up uh, pointing out, well, they're, Christianity is nothing more than just a bunch of exploiters. They, they say they love everybody, but yet they, they had slaves and, and at one point and they, yet if they were so high and mighty, then they would, they, they would know that they're, they do all the sin that they commit and that they're a bunch of, a bunch of hypocrites. And you hear all these and I've heard all these and these are all items to be used for, but those atheists do have a religion that they have turned to. They have some, a set of beliefs that they hold on to very, very firmly and they get really hostile when they're, when those beliefs are reproached. The same as Christians do, the same as, uh, as, as Islam does, the same as, as, as the Jewish folks do. So what is religion for? Why do we use, why do we, uh, why does everybody have religion? Well, the big one is honestly, it gives us a moral compass. It gives us a moral code to live by. And this is one reason why the U S is, has from the time of its founding until, until now we have been able to grow and expand and experience the religion or the freedoms that we had is because we had a moral code that bound us together. We knew that, you know, killing another person was wrong. So, and we knew that stealing another person's property was wrong. We knew that lying under oath was wrong. We knew that, you know, children must be protected. We knew that all these things were very much important and a part of a very agreed upon moral code. And because we had that moral code, we were able to effectively self-govern ourselves. And a lot of what the problems that we run into on today is because people have taken that moral code and gone, you know what? I'm not, I'm not Christian. I'm not any of that, that type of religion. I don't believe in any of that. So I can do whatever I want. If I want to groom minors with, uh, with all the different types of, you know, alphabet people, uh, ideology that they have right now, then they're going to indoctrinate. And that's why they have no problem 
you know, bringing drag queens into, into schools. That's why they have no, don't have a problem telling kids, telling five-year-olds, Hey, you can be a boy one day and a girl the next, or you can be a boy this minute. And the next minute you could be a rhinoceros. They have no problem thinking that because they have that moral code stands in the way of what they want. And so they've decided to do away with that moral code. And because we are losing those, the moral foundation, that's where things start getting really rocky. And there's a lot more of the government's going to need to step in because we aren't able to self-govern because we don't have that moral code while religion provides that moral compass. Church and religion also gives us a place to be able to meet each other in a very, for a very common topic. Christians meet other Christians in congressional gatherings known as churches. Um, and Jewish folks, they go to, they go to synagogue and, um, the, uh, and Muslims and Islam, they go to, they have their temple. You have, you know, uh, Latter-day Saints, they have, they go to a temple. There's a lot of these that we all have a place, a gathering place where we know we can go and we can celebrate our religion. And we, we meet on a very regular, regular basis. Now, what is, what religion is not? Uh, one of the best things I've ever heard is religion is not a museum for saints. It's a hospital for sinners. This is a place for sinners to be able to go and to be able to meet and go, dude, I know we've messed up. Religion is not a place to, for people to, people get really turned off when you see people walk in and they're very hoity toity though and, and act like they're all prim and proper, though we know we've seen them over at the, over at the bar just Saturday night. And so a lot of people have trouble saying people putting on those type of airs. They become very, turned off by it. They become very disillusioned by it. But yet at the same time, you can actually change how you, those views are. You can change what, how, what, what you think of, you know, sister Jessica better than you, who you saw over at the red lantern just last night. You can say, all right, she's trying. She's, she knows she screwed up. She went, and did went right against what her say the Baptist church's doctrine was. She went and she went dancing and, and drank alcohol. And now she's at church. Well, okay, good. At least she showed up at church. She knows she messed up. She's okay. As long the time when it gets bad is when she starts trying to lecture somebody that they shouldn't be going to going to the bar. Unless she's going, I, I know I go to the bar a lot and I shouldn't be going to the bar either. So do you want to help each other? This is a great way to be able to have church enfolding on on out of onto other people. I will start to try to enunciate my words a little clear. I'm getting mush mouth. Religion is not a place for you to say I'm better than you. That's not what religion does. It's not a popularity contest. A lot of people like to view it as a popularity contest, but that's just a flaw of man. And Anytime you have man involved in anything, there's going to be flaws in it. There's going to be mess ups and screw ups. That's like our, our, our country, the United States of America, not the best place in the world, but it is just right next to it. It's not perfect, but by gosh, we're doing everything we can and to, to try to get it as close to perfection as we can. And it's never really going to happen. 
we can give man as many many free runs as possible and that the more you give them a chance to live their life freely the more they're going to screw up but as long as they are okay and they realize that they can continue to mess up and fix that problem then that's where the beauty of religion comes into play because in my my beliefs god gave us free will he also knows that we've already we what sins we're going to commit but yet he doesn't step in he lets us go on ahead and step through that big steaming pile of dog poo knowing that he's going to wash it off later on it's like that he's going to step in it he's going to step yep there it goes he stepped in it all right well we he that's part of the his love for us is that he doesn't control us he doesn't micromanage all of our steps he allows us to make mistakes we he allows us to be a hypocrite he'll and knowing that eventually we're going to see the light and start trying to make amends to it so why do people leave the church um if people have been leaving the church and our churches are shrinking more and more and more why is that well i mean there's some of it has to do with abuse i think a lot of people also are afraid that they're going to get abused and so they leave also and some people they don't see a purpose others are, are peer pressure especially the kids in in college they're they've got are peer pressured into just not going to church or leaving religion altogether because they're their teachers are standing there telling them that religion is as a is a voodoo science and that it's not worth spending your time and and all that. They also a lot of people see the hypocrisy, but forget that again, the church is a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints. And this one here is real funny because it definitely shows the projection. They see religious people as being hateful. Yet I also see a lot of atheists who are hell bent on making sure that we have, we're shown and told how hateful we are in very, very not nice language. And then another reason is because people just simply change beliefs. They may see something, they get a little another piece of information. They go, you know what? Yeah, okay. That's one reason why you you see a Baptist who go to Church of Christ and Church of Christ may go to Methodist and Methodist may become Presbyterian and Presbyterian comes over and becomes, you know, Baptist. And we just all kind of shuffle around and find some place that we it helps us to see and understand what we're doing. Now, a lot of people also think that they don't get much out of religion. And you're right. You're not going to get anything out of religion unless you put something in. You get what you get out of religion, what you put into religion. So if you're going to become religious, you've got to start becoming active in the church. Best way to be able to become a, a person of, of God is to actually engage in, in church. And you can do so in many different ways. Maybe it's your standing up and singing in the uh, uh, in the choir, or you're just standing up and singing with the rest of the congregation. Maybe it's just enough for you to just uh, attend Sunday school or, or Wednesday night service or maybe Sunday evening service. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can apply yourself to to church and be able to get a little bit more out. 
Maybe you host a men's oriented uh, church group. Can't hurt to ask, can it? Maybe you, if you were to bring together a bunch of men and, you know, have it to where y'all do manly things where, you know, like we're all getting together and we're all building canoes or we're going to do some uh, jujitsu or we're going to do this, that, these, those, we're going to build a house for as a, as a, a group of men and we're going to have a prayer before we're going to do the work. And at the end of the day, we're going to have prayer again and we're going to, you know, we call it a day. You know, it's, there's a whole lot of different ways that you can apply religion and you can, you can witness to people. Now that's a, that's the spiky thing that a lot of atheists really get because they, they see, Oh, well, yeah, we get the Bible thumpers coming around telling us how bad we are. Well, okay. Inexperienced Bible thumpers, you will. Yeah. They'll come along holding that Bible and go, this says you sinned and you're, you know, you, you need to repent and become a, a child of God and yada, 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 yada. Or you can live your life the way you want God to, you think God wants you to live. And that is actually witnessing to those in your community. And they don't even have to actually know whether, what religion you are. You may be Jewish and you go to a synagogue every, every uh, Saturday, but you, or you may just not. And you may be a non-practicing Jewish Jewish man. You may be a non-practicing Muslim. You may be a non-practicing Christian. You may be a non-practicing, you know, uh, uh, Hindu. You know, there's a lot of different, all these different religions. There's a lot of people who just don't practice. They have their beliefs. They just don't go through the process of practicing. Now, one of the things I see that's really important with religion, besides for giving you the moral compass and the, the group of uh, people to be able to see, religion gives you hope. Religion gives you the strength that you need to be able to take those steps to improve yourself. Because especially within Christianity, there's one I really know. I thoroughly believe God wants you to become rich and successful. What rich and successful means is dependent upon you. God wants you to become successful. He wants you to become as, as successful as you possibly can, because the more successful you are, the better you're able to, to display the, uh, the turn, the, the glory of what, of, of what that religion is. You have a better influence. So religion is good. And, I really do find it sad that there are so many men who have left religion. I honestly, I don't go to church near as often as I should. I haven't gone to church. Actually, I haven't gone to church this year. And there's a part of me that really feels like I, I need to, and I should. And it's not a, it's not a guilt type of should. It's like I should go because I want to be able to meet with other men in the, in the community and show them what's that let them know, Hey, there's a men's coach here. Who's willing to help you out. And why haven't I, I've just, I've had things higher on my priority than God. So, like I said, you're not, no one who goes to church is perfect. There was only one man who was, uh, was perfect. And he was actually the son of God. So he had, he had a little extra advantage. He had the home plate, uh, home field advantage on that one. 
but you can do your damnedest. And that's all anybody is asking for. Anybody in society, live right, live a proper moral code. And we all know what a proper moral code is. Live your life to the fullest and let other people live their life to their fullest. Don't rob, don't steal, don't jerk people around. Be a nice person. Help those who need help when you can, but not at your sacrifice. And when you do that, you actually have a pretty darn good community. You have a pretty darn good group of people who you can become friends with. And so think about that for the rest of this week. Look at at what you actually believe, what you don't believe, and understand that those beliefs are just truths that you perceive to be, or beliefs that you, beliefs are nothing more than thoughts that you perceive to be true. I'll get it out one day. And if you can do that and you get the, get the thought out correctly, you're, you're going to do great. You're going to live life well, and you're going to honor your God. And the atheists, they're, they walk around, sadly, and they find themselves to be really miserable people because they are fighting their very thought that they don't believe in God by worshiping a God of, the, of man. And talk about a fallible God. Man is completely fallible, and you've got people who are wanting to worship man as being the God. And... Boy, if that's going to lead to heartache, uh, uh, if anything, that's that particular religion right there is going to be it. So you can believe what you want to believe. You don't have to believe what you don't want to believe. It doesn't hurt my feelings because it's all, again, it all depends upon what do you believe? What are your thoughts of the whatever the topic is? And are you living your life to the highest code? Are you living your life to the highest standards? If you are, awesome, great, you're doing awesome, you're doing amazing, keep it up. If you're not, then, you know, that little niggling of guilt that you have there might be your conscience telling you, you know what, dude, you could actually do just a little bit better. Apply yourself just a little bit more. Yeah, it's a little boring, it's a little a little tiring, but the reward is is tremendous. So, guys, with that, I want to thank you very much for listening. If there's anything in here that resonated with you, you agreed or you come across, maybe you had a a religious discussion with somebody down the road, and this really fits in with that discussion. Share it out with everybody. Share it out over onto Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and and Truth Social if you're on that and Parler and Getter and any other social media uh, platform that you happen to have. So, guys, with that, I want to thank y'all very much for listening. Y'all take care. We will talk to you next week. Till then, bye.